Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and you're listening to the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every weekday morning for an approximately 20-minute long episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter to you. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystal healing, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, and that's just naming a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on right now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning. Today is March 4th, 2020. This is the Goddess Morning Show, and I am your host, Shannon. Thank you for joining us. Today, we have in our Healing Crystals from HealingCrystals.com, our Ruby in Fuchsite. Ruby and fuchsite is a lovely combination of natural red ruby crystals embedded in pale to medium green fuchsite. Great for any collection, ruby and fuchsite merges the qualities of ruby and fuchsite for the perfect heartstone. Ruby fuchsite will help to clear any blockage of the heart chakra and fill the void with positive, loving energies. Ruby fuchsite helps one to maintain an awareness of individuality while also completely connecting with humanity as a whole. Use Ruby Fuchsite for transforming destructive, negative energies into positive, helpful ones. The combination of Ruby and Fuchsite helps to open and enhance psychic awareness. Laying with Ruby Fuchsite on the third eye can awaken latent psychic abilities by opening up the heart chakra to receive information from the third eye chakra. Use Ruby Fuchsite when working with any healing modality, as this stone will help to amplify the body's energy field. Ruby Fuchsite enhances the connection to spiritual realms, thinning the veil between the third density reality and other dimensions. Ruby Fuchsite is a perfect companion to use when connecting and communicating with the spirit world. This combination of two complementary colored crystals opens and activates the crown chakra and is helpful in deep deepening meditative states. Physically, ruby fuchsite promotes physical vitality, recovery relief from extended or chronic illness, and can be of assistance for strengthening the heart and blood flow circulation issues. A wonderful piece to keep close for those who have trouble going to sleep and or staying asleep. All right, our next article information is from mindbodygreen.com. We have our environmental piece, and it says that the nutritional density of plant foods is 50% less than it was 50 years ago. And this article was written by Jacob Wacom. It says, so in 1970, broccoli was more than twice as nutritious as it is today. Here's the ugly truth. We're depleting our soil of essential nutrients, and we're not being so kind to the environment to boot. According to Hyman, our current agricultural methods are destroying the soil by killing its microbial life, which is pretty important, 
In a thimble full of really good soil, there's more life than there has been on any of humans ever to exist on the planet, Hyman says. Because we're putting chemicals, fertilizers, pesticides, herbicides, and fungicides on our soil, the vegetables we grow suffer. They can't extract extract the healthy minerals and nutrients they need from the ground. That said, the vegetables we end up eating aren't as nutritious as they could be if we weren't destroying that critical microbial life. Overtilling our soil is particularly destructive, says Hyman. It's like ripping the skin off somebody every day. Essentially, we're ripping the nutrients out of the ground and expecting to grow healthy food that will sustain us. In other words, we're overusing the soil without replenishing it with what it needs or giving it a necessary break. It's kind of a catch-22. We may not realize that our methods of growing food are not only destroying our environment and leading to climate change, but they're also destroying the quality of our produce as well. As Hammond says, we're in this terrible cycle of extracted, destructive agriculture that produces food that kills Americans. 11 million people die every year from eating the food that we grow in this way. Can we fix our food system? In short, yes, but it'll take some major reorganizing from everyone involved. The key here, according to Hyman, is to implement regenerative agriculture, which, as we know, is a specific type of growing food that restores the health of our soil and helps reverse climate change. Rather than destroying the soil and the nutrients in our food, regenerative farming practices replenish it with microbial life and biodiversity. Regenerative agriculture actually restores the ecosystem, Hyman agrees. It brings back microbial life plant life, animal diversity, and into the ecosystem, and it produces much more nutrient-dense food. Whether we start intercropping, which brings together different crops, think chickens with hazelnut forests, says Hyman, or crop rotations that put different nutrients in the soil, regenerative agriculture may just be what we need to ensure truly nutritious vegetables again. Our current method of growing food is bad for the environment, for the climate, for humans, and for the animals. It's just bad news, but it's totally fixable, Hyman adds. It seems that regenerative agriculture is the silver lining in terms of fixing our food system. Hopefully, then we can revert to that oh-so-nutritious 1970s-era broccoli. In the meantime, be sure to get your fill of the most healthy vegetables or consider supplementing your diet with a veggies powder. All right. From GreekGodsAndGoddesses.net, we have our goddess for the day, and that is Nike. In Greek mythology, Nike was the goddess of speed, strength, and victory. Also known as winged goddess, Nike is often most often pictured as having wings. She was the child of Pallas, also known as Titan, and Styx in most beliefs. Styx is the name of the river that separates planet Earth from the gates of hell. The river Styx was named for Nike's grandmother, Tethys. Nike and her three sisters, Zealous, Bic, and Kralis, were brought by Styx to Zeus to assist him in the great Titan battle, which which the ultimate goal was to gain control of Mount Olympus. 
Ancient Greeks worshipped Nike because they believed she could make them never die and was able to grant to humans strength and speed needed to be victorious in any task they undertook. Although Pluto is no longer considered a planet by some planetary experts, in 2013, Styx was recognized as a moon of Pluto. Nike allied herself with the chief Greek god Zeus during the great Titanomachy conflict. During this event, she functioned as the chief charioteer. Nike's reward for doing this was that Zeus promised to keep her near him and to protect her forever. She is often seen seated beside Zeus on Mount Olympus. In Roman mythology, Nike was known as Victoria after Greece fell to the Roman Empire. She appears with Zeus on statues in places such as the Temple of Zeus in Attica and on the west portico of the Temple of Athena in Athens. When Nike appeared alone, she always had wings and sported a palm branch in her right hand. If she was seen with another god, Nike was always wingless. According to many accounts, Nike is portrayed without wings in Athens so that she could never fly away from their city. A sculpture dating back to 424 to 203 BC, known as Nike of Samothrace, was unearthed in 1863, may be seen at the Louvre, Louvre Museum in Paris. The oldest Nike sculpture known to exist believed to date back to 550 BCE and is located on the Greek island of Delos. All right, from healthline.com, we have our herb for the day, and that's cat's claw. So what is cat's claw? Cat's claw is a tropical vine which can grow up to 98 feet tall. Its name comes from its hooked thorns, which resemble the claws of a cat. It is found mainly in the Amazon forest and in other tropical areas of South and Central America. The two most common varieties are Uncaria tomentosa and Uncaria guianensis. The former is a type often used in supplements in the United States. The bark and root have been used for centuries in South America as a traditional medicine for many conditions such as inflammation, cancer, and infections. Cat's claw supplements can be taken as a liquid extract, capsule, powder, or tea. Cat's claw is a tropical vine used for centuries as a traditional medicine. Today, it's commonly consumed as a supplement due to its alleged health benefits. So what are these alleged health benefits? Potential health benefits include that it has soared in popularity as an herbal supplement due to the fact that it has long had these alleged health benefits, though it is insufficiently backed up by research, but it may boost your immune system. Cat's claw may support your immune system, possibly helping fight infections more effectively. A small study in 27 men found that consuming 700 milligrams of cat's claw extract for two months increased their number of white blood cells, which are involved in combating infections. Another small study in four men given cat's claw extract for six weeks noted the same results. Cat's claw seems to work by both boosting your immune system response and calming an overactive immune system. Its anti-inflammatory properties could be responsible for its immune benefits. 
Despite these promising results, more research is needed. It may help relieve osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis is the most common joint condition in the United States, causing painful and stiff joints. In one study in 45 people with osteoarthritis in the knee, taking 100 milligrams of cat's claw extract for four weeks resulted in reduced pain during physical activity, and no side effects were reported. However, there was no change in either pain at rest or knee swelling. In an eight-week study, a supplement of cat's claw and maca root, a Peruvian medicinal plant, reduced pain and stiffness in people with osteoarthritis. In addition, participants needed pain medication less frequently. Another trial tested a daily mineral supplement alongside 100 milligrams of cat's claw extract in people with osteoporosis. After one to two weeks, joint pain and function improved compared to those not taking the supplements. However, after eight weeks, the benefits were not sustained. It should also be noted that it can be difficult to determine the specific actions of cat's claw in studies that test multiple supplements at once. Scientists believe that cat's claw may ease osteoarthritis symptoms due to its anti-inflammatory properties. Keep in mind that more research is needed on cat's claw and osteoarthritis. It says it may relieve symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is a long-term autoimmune condition that causes warm, swollen, painful joints. It is increasing in prevalence in the United States where it affects more than 1.28 million adults. Some studies suggest that cat's claw can help relieve its symptoms. For example, a study in 40 people with rheumatoid arthritis determined that 60 milligrams of cat's claw extract per day alongside regular medication resulted in a 29% reduction in the number of painful joints compared to a control group. As with osteoarthritis, cat's claw is thought to reduce inflammation in your body, easing rheumatoid arthritis symptoms as a result. Although these results are promising, the evidence is weak. Larger, better quality studies are needed to confirm these benefits. Our yoga topic for today is getting over grief with yoga from ConsciousLivingTV.com. Article was written by M. Pimentel. It says losing a loved one may cause someone to lose themselves. Loneliness, guilt, and anxiety can make those left behind succumb to depression. Getting over grief is possible by acknowledging it, by processing it, and transitioning from it. However, there are times when the grieving process is hampered by dealing with the circumstances of death. Wrongful deaths are much more difficult to move from, move on from. Some states have a short statute of limitations. Virginia, for instance, has only a two-year wrongful death statute of limitations. As a result, family members must coordinate with a reliable Winchester wrongful death law firm to help them. Once everything is legally sorted out, that's only that's the only time family members can actually grieve. Grieving does not have a specific time frame. It's a process. Yoga can help through the grieving process. Yoga is one of the most effective ways of assisting your body in getting over grief and letting go of the past. Start your healing process with these yoga poses. Staff pose. 
Sit down on your mat. Extend your legs in front of you with your inner ankles touching each other. Then flex your feet and tighten your inner thighs. Put pressure on your pelvic bones as you raise your body through the chest and crown of your head. Make sure that you keep your focus on lengthening your waist. Stretch your shoulders and curl the heads of your shoulders' blades. Keep this position for five deep breaths. Downward Facing Dog Assume a child's pose position and place your arms fully extended forward. Press your palms into the mat. When inhaling, pull your core in. When exhaling, lift your abdomen while bringing up your knees off the mat. Then extend your tailbone. Make sure to root your thigh bones back as you send the weight back to your heels. Maintain this position for at least five breaths. All right. In our new book releases, we have Neurodharma, New Science, Ancient Wisdom, and Seven Practices of the Highest Happiness by Rick Hansen, coming out on May 5th. And it says, this deeply researched and compassionate guide offers an easy-to-follow roadmap for creating day-to-day inner peace in today's increasingly complex world. And that was written by Lori Gottlieb, New York Times best-selling author of Maybe You Should Talk to Someone. And going a little deeper into this review of the book, it says, Throughout history, people have sought the heights of human potential to become as wise and strong, happy and loving as any person ever can be. And now recent science is revealing how these remarkable ways of being are based on equally remarkable changes in our own nervous system, making them more attainable than ever before. In Neurodharma, the follow-up to his classic Buddha's Brain, New York Times bestselling author Rick Hansen, Ph.D., not only explores the neuroscience of awakening, but also offers a bold yet plausible plan for reverse engineering peak experiences, sense of oneness, and even enlightenment itself. And he does so with his trademark blend of solid science and warm encouragement, guiding you along this high-reaching path with good humor, accessible tools, and personal examples. A groundbreaking yet practical book, Neurodharma shares seven practices for strengthening the neurocircuitry of profound contentment and inner peace, qualities that offer essential support in everyday life while also supporting the exploration of the most radical reaches of human consciousness. Step by step, this book explains how to apply these insights in order to cultivate unshakable presence of mind, a courageous heart, and serenity in a changing world. The breakthroughs of the great teachers are not reserved for the chosen few. Dr. Hansen shows how we can embody them ourselves in daily life to handle stress, heal old pain, feel at ease with others, and rest in the sense of our natural goodness. The Buddha didn't use an MRI to become enlightened. Still, 2,500 years after he walked the dusty roads of northern India, neuroscientists are discovering the mechanisms of the brain that underpin the Buddha's penetrating analysis of the mind. With deep deep research, stories, guided meditations, examples, and applications, Dr. Hansen offers a fascinating, inspiring vision of who we can be, and an effective path for fulfilling this wonderful possibility. All right. So that is our episode for today. 
I had some other great things to share, but we are running out of time. And our last few episodes have gone quite a bit over the 20 minute mark, which is what I like to stick around. So I will save these other articles for tomorrow. And I look forward to bringing them to you. As always, we will have new information. And you can enter our weekly giveaway by sending us any comments, questions, or tips to fromasheswegrow2 at gmail.com. And you can leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to the show on right now by leaving the review and then emailing us to let us know that you left that review so that we can also enter you in the giveaway. And the giveaway is for a three ounce bag of custom blended organic non-GMO herbal tea. And that was given to us by from ashes we rise to.com, which is also the show's sponsor. So Be sure and have a wonderful, blessed rest of your day. Tune in tomorrow and please remember to subscribe. Thank you. Namaste. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by FromAshesWeRiseTo.com where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, Purchase our handcrafted, custom-blended, organic, non-GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love, and also order hand-poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.